Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mama Pachamama podcast. I am Vivian McKinnon and wow, it has been a rough morning for me today and it perfectly segues into what I was coming on here to chat about today. Um, We've, okay, so we've mostly unschooled uh, Steve, who's kind of the only, the only one who's, um, you know, at that point of doing any schooling. So we've mostly unschooled him, which has been really awesome and we've loved it. However, I am interested in bringing on some daily routine for the sake of, I think it's good to learn the discipline and um, structure, you know, just having like a, a small amount of structure and also learning things that aren't necessarily always fun, but challenging and rewarding when you, you know, when you're challenged. So we have these homeschool books uh, that have, you know, all the different subjects. And what we do is just pick out a couple pages every day and we have him, um, you know, sit there and work on them and help him through it. And, uh, well, we were doing some math work and I was getting really frustrated. Steve just is not focusing and, you know, I just, I'm really trying to teach this. I, what I, I, I value now as an adult, because I'm trying to learn this, which is just, you know, discipline and focus. And even when it's not fun, right? Cause we run into, we, we adults know that we run into so many moments in life where, you know, you just have to do things and they're not going to always be fun. And I think mild versions of like learning that when you're younger kind of prepares you. I I don't know if this is necessarily the right way to do it, but it's what I'm feeling called to as a mother. And I'm at that point where I'm just really interested in trusting my intuition, especially when it comes to my choices as a mother. So we're sitting there, Steve's getting distracted and we have this little moment He's like pushing my hand away as I'm sitting there showing him the math problem. And I was just like, stop being rude. And he was being rude, pushing my hand away. So I lift my hand up and I kind of karate chop his hand and he cries and he gets upset with me and immediately my heart drops and I'm just like, well, great Vivian, like there you have it. This is exactly what you are trying to unlearn and help your child unlearn to react uh, poorly to situations. So that is leading into what I want to get into today, which is it's never too late to help an angry child. It is never too late. A lot of us listen to people like Jordan Peterson, who I think, you know, great. Jordan Peterson has a lot of wonderful things he talks about. um, And I do enjoy listening to him. He does, however, talk about something that I'm not saying is wrong, but I find it interesting. And it's, he always says, you know, within, I don't know if it's within the first four years or within the first seven years of a child's life, that is when they are, you know, that is, that is who they are. So what you instill at that time, what they learn from their 
parents, their surroundings, their environment is how they will proceed for the rest of their life. And yeah, I like, I think most people hear that and they're like, okay, that makes sense. Um, and I remember feeling terrified when I first started hearing things like this, because, you know, when Steve was four, he was an angry child. He was an angry child. He was aggressive. He was uh, resistant, very emotional. Um, you know, it, it was rough. We really went through a very, very rough period. Uh, four or five-ish. Uh, but, it, you know, it was around, I would say, three to five. There was just a lot of intensity from Steve and, you know, anger. He would get upset and hit himself or take it out on other people and just get, 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 you know, the smallest thing would set him off and, oh, it just terrified me. And I saw a boy who has such a big heart and feels deeply Um, but he was struggling and, you know, any parent, (laughs) well, any parent that's, you know, involved with their kids, spends a lot of time with them and really steps into parenting knows that if you want to see your shadow, parenting is like the best way. It's like one of the best ways you can step into shadow work and really see, um, yeah, the shadow in you and, and, and where, where you need love, where you need support, because often our children bring out the things in us that we, you know, we kind of try to tuck away and not deal with. Right. So, so the thing earlier with Steve, you know, I think back to my own childhood when I didn't understand my schoolwork or my, you know, my math problems and, sitting there and just so uninterested and asking my dad for help and my dad explaining it to me and I didn't understand it and my dad just getting upset and angry. You know, how do you not understand this? Blah, blah, blah. I just explained it to you and good Lord, am I sitting there doing the exact same thing to my child? And that's so often the story, right? We do unto our children as was done unto us because we suffered and rather than uh, do the work to understand and to change the behavior, to understand it, to heal it, we end up just projecting that same suffering onto our children. And that is why we are triggered in those moments, right? So, you know, I, I, I felt terrified with this, this notion that Jordan Peterson talks about where, you know, your kid is set. There's no changing it. Once you, you know, once you do the damage, the damage is done. Now you've got a broken human uh, who's going to, you know, spend the rest of his life dealing with his demons. And, you know, I'm sitting there watching my young child and horrified at myself. And all I knew without telling myself this, but understanding it, all I knew was that the only thing I could do at this point is do something different within myself. 
it no, it was not, I was putting the focus on Steve, right? And trying so hard to help him understand this isn't how you behave. This is, you know, don't be aggressive. You can't do this. You can't hit people. You can't get so angry. You can't scream like that, whatever it might be. So much anger, trying to change his anger. And I'm not, I not only learned this with Steve, but I've learned this with everybody in my life. I cannot change others. No matter what logic I bring into the conversation, if, if I'm not changing myself, because I am affecting others, if I'm not able to change myself, then, then no one else is going to change. So, so I began this beautiful, painful, honest journey of shadow work, of really trying to understand and make the changes that 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 had me projecting so much anger onto my surroundings and therefore you know Steve was basically inheriting that anger from me right so and and, and Steve's story I, I think I've talked about this in a past episode but I'll just touch on it Steve's story is 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 such a heavy one for me because um, his biological father was a very abusive man. I escaped that relationship while I was pregnant with Steve. There was so much abuse happening at the time. It was fight or flight constantly. It was not a ple- pleasant pregnancy. There was just so much trauma and emotion and turmoil happening at the at that time. And even after Steve was born, despite how much I loved him and I was just so excited to be a new mom, you know, I was stressed. It was I was alone. I didn't have much support. I didn't really know how to ask for support or seek out a community for support. Um, there were so many financial restrictions in my life. It was rough. So and we moved so many times. You know, my dad I was heavily in my life for a while when C was just one. And then my dad passed away. And, oh, there was just so much. So all of this change, all of this bigness, you know, going through this process of caring for my dad, him dying, all this um, stuff that happened within my family at the time. It was big. And this sweet child sat there and just had to endure it all totally unaware you know no no understanding of what's going on all that he sensed was a lot of big energy not big energy in like a a a beautiful way like big energy in a scary way right this fight or flight kind of energy that was constantly in our life and this occurred for so long. There was a period of time where we really did have quite a bit of peace and I felt Steve uh, shifting out of that anger, but then back to turmoil. And um, yeah, it was just, it was a really scary time for me. But let me just, let me just, before I get too far into it, this is the exciting thing. And this is, I going back to the Jordan Peterson thing, Steve to me is the proof because I, I promise you, you can ask anyone that knows Steve and with that, that new Steve in his time of aggression and anger. I mean, I had 
people saying, oh, you need to take him to a therapist. He's going to have problems. He's a pro this, that, all the things. And I knew deep in my heart, no, he just, something needs to change. And I need to figure out what it is. And Steve to me is the proof that it is never too late to re rewrite things. It is never too late to do the, the healing and to unlearn what the things that are that are affecting us um, in these like very harmful ways, right? So as I step further into my own healing journey and become more emotionally uh, stable, as I become a better communicator, as I know, as I learn how to keep my heart open in moments where I just want to be like riding the ego wave, all of this shadow work, right? As I become aware when I'm in a situation where I'm triggered, as I develop the awareness in that moment to be able to say, oh, wow, I'm feeling really triggered right now. This and this is making me feel feelings from this time in my life. How can I behave differently? How can I react differently? What can I do to change the predictable story, the predictable outcome of this situation? And I have been doing this work to the best of my ability. I'm very imperfect. As I just said, all this work I've been doing in here this morning, I like of course, fall back into old ways because that is the um, human story. Often, you know, it takes a lot of falling down and getting back up. And hopefully each time you're less likely to fall down again. So, you know, it's a big moment for me today to have this interaction with Steve and feel that uh, heaviness in my heart. Like, don't undo. Um, don't take steps back when you've done all of this work to move forward because Steve now as a seven-year-old boy is really, wow. He, I mean, he's imperfect. Of course we all are. He still has his moments, but overall he has shifted his, he has learned how to move through his anger. He feels loved and supported regardless of what he's feeling. He feels safe. And he, he's really diffused a lot of the anger. Um, and as long as I continue being the example of that, I get to witness my child who once just was a chaotic mess of feelings, now really learning tools um, to work through his feelings. And, what, you know, it, it does. It comes down to he needs to feel safe and supported. Because if you're a child and you're witnessing your parents um, give in to emotional instability, then that's what you're learning. You're learning that chaos, right? And you're also not getting an opportunity to kind of go through your own emotion because you're sitting there witnessing your, you know, your role model giving into their emotions. So we regulate our emotions and therefore we teach our children how to do the same. And so, you know, one thing that I find is really useful now, and I think this is probably the number one thing that's helping Steve, is of course he still gets angry. Of course he still has challenging moments or aggressive moments, but it's so, it's, it's so rare compared to how it used to be. It's so rare now that when it does happen, 
I step into the situation with compassion. And in the past, I would step into it with anger, right? So I'm meeting anger with anger. And what happens? We're just fueling this freaking fire of anger between both of us. So years of doing that has taught me, well, it's just going to get worse. You can't meet anger with anger and expect any difference. And while nothing will diffuse the anger, like bringing in love. And that's the, that's the fucking shadow work, man. That's where it's, that is where it becomes most challenging because when I see my kid angry or aggressive or, you know, this chaos and, you know, it's inconvenient or it's just, you know, I'm like, that's wrong, whatever you take, you strip away all that. You strip away the thoughts of this is wrong or, you know, any, any of these judgments about what's going on. And it's really the time, even though it feels so difficult, it's really the time that you step out of your head, you open your heart, you step, you just step into your heart space and you, you just look them, look, like this is what I do with Steve when I see him getting to this and I, I sit there and I look him in the eye and I, and I just let him know, like, I'm here for you. I love you. What's going on? Something's not okay. I can feel that. I see that. What can I do for you? How can I help you with your anger right now? And almost immediately, it is unbelievable, almost immediately, he'll just start crying. And he'll start, and this sweet boy, he'll just start apologizing and crying. And, and I'm like, no, no, it's like, it's not about apologies. Like, what do you need? I just need a hug, mom. I'm just, I'm so sorry. And I'll just sit there and hug him. And let him know it's okay. It's okay to be angry. We all get angry. We have to find ways to like deal with our anger. If you need a hug, you come to you to your mom or you go to your dad and you say, I'm feeling big feelings. I need support. I need a hug. And slowly, if you keep consistently showing up differently. When these moments happen, it shifts and it's hard because, man, is it inconvenient. But that's, I mean, we, those of us with children that are with our children often know that parenting is a lot of inconvenience. It's a lot of like, shit, I'm in the moment cooking this thing. I got to get that out of the oven. But the kids just start, you know, and you got to like, just that's just the way it is. So being able to bring to aware you know bring into awareness this is a moment that requires me not to react but just to open my heart open my arms soften the energy wow it 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 can really oh my god it's so powerful and i know that so many moms out there so many moms are dealing with really angry children we are living in freaking crazy times everyone knows that shit is stressful like so much is so stressful and if we aren't taking care of ourselves doing the work on ourselves like bringing awareness to our own shadow to our own traumas to where we need healing if we're not doing that then our children will just 
walk down that same path and have the same struggles. So for me, it is my duty as I bring awareness, as I choose honesty, right? Because there was a large period of time where, you know, it's easy to point the finger. Oh, that my kid is is angry. My kid is difficult. But, you know, that the whole thing of like our kids are a reflection of, of us is true. And of course, we don't want to admit to ourselves, I'm doing a poor job as a parent. And therefore, my kid is suffering. That's hard. That's a really fucking hard pill to swallow. It is so hard to accept that. But wow, once you do it, once you just realize that and say, okay, well, here I am. I've been fucking up. I've been making a lot of mistakes. I've misled my child. What can I do differently? Well, guess what? You can, you can do the work. And you can shift it for your child. Your child is not doomed. Like, I get it, Jordan Peterson, but I'm telling you, Sieve is the proof that a child, if you, if you do the work, if you heal yourself, it is, you know, many people in the spiritual community, in the healing community, talk about when you heal parts of, of, of yourself, when you do the work on yourself, you are not just healing you. You are healing your ancestors. You are healing future generations. You are healing your children. It can stop with you. You just have to bring consci- consciousness and awareness to where you are broken and where you need a little bit of extra love. And if you learn to love yourself and show up for yourself in those ways, Your children are going to see that. And then you're going to be able to learn to love them and show up for them. You know, our children are really, when we behave differently for our children, we are healing the child within. So when I show up with love and compassion for Steve, when he most needs it and when it's most difficult for me, that is when I, I, when I show up and I open my heart and I put my ego aside and I just open my heart for him and I, that is when I, I'm, I'm not only, I'm not only healing this thing with my son, but I am healing my own childhood traumas. It is magic. It is beautiful. And everyone can do it. Everyone can do it. It really, it's just a matter of, of seeing it. And, you know, shadow work is an interesting thing because once you start paying attention, it becomes very clear. You know, there are so many signs of like, oh, oh, it's, it's time to look into that. If you become, you know, emotional, if you react to anything that's when it's time if you become judgmental or critical that's what that's your shadow coming in right and saying to you hey you've got something unhealed here so you know the more we do this the more we pay attention to that and in the beginning it's quite simple um you really just start with awareness and and curiosity this is what i'm always telling you know brett because i've talked to him about this kind of stuff i talk about this kind of stuff all the time where you begin is just awareness and curiosity so you know you're having a conversation someone says something all of a sudden you are reactive and defensive 
and you start, you know, you just, you raise your voice, your tone changes, the energy shifts, that right there, as soon as you become aware of it and you see this shift is when you stop and you just say, huh, interesting. Look at what's happening. Something is hurting me. Something about what this person said is making me feel insecure or uncomfortable. And that's where the work begins. So start there. Just bring awareness to it with your children. If your children does, your child does something that makes you reactive, stop for a second and just think. And it's funny because then if you start asking questions like, okay, well, you know, I don't know. There's just like, I think I'm always trying to tell Brett, like, if you simply bring curiosity to the table, it's really amazing what you can discover. You can, what you can learn about yourself and really what you can learn about, you know, the situation. And often with children, with our children, it's like, we, we get so stuck in the adult mind of logic and reasoning and, you know, duh, doesn't this make sense? But that's not how kids function. You know, kids are just kind of, um, they're, they're like exploring life. They're curious. They're like pushing the buttons, right? And that is a sign of a healthy child. I talk about this a lot. You know, I'm, I'm more in- interested in my children being critical thinkers. And often my, you know, Steve especially will call me out. He's, if I'm, if I'm like a hypocrite, he calls me out and I love it. Of course it's challenging. I want my kids to respect me and I'm, I don't even, I don't think that's necessarily being disrespectful. I find it interesting. Wow. You see the hypocrisy and that's good. You should call out hypocrisy when you see it. So, um, I really want to encourage the curiosity, the critical thinking, um, while also, you know, balanced with like respect, you know, we of course want our children to be respectful. Um, so, uh, you know, with, with Steve, it's been this really interesting journey of, okay, where do I start? I, I start by seeing, okay, I'm getting reactive. So I stop. And I try to tune into what must be going on with him. What is he feeling right now? And then also there's like the little things of like, maybe he's hungry. Maybe he's just been sitting down for too long and he maybe just needs to like, so we have this whole, I think I've talked about this before in a past episode. We have this whole like meditation grounding thing we do. And um, he goes outside and he puts his hands and his feet on the earth. And he says, I release this energy. And um, you know, hugging trees and sitting in the sun. Like we do a lot of, you know, deep breaths, a lot of things to kind of bring the energy back to a manageable place. And then if we need to kind of talk through, if I need to help Steve understand, I under, you know, you were upset. Your brother, you know, really upset you. And it's okay to have those feelings of being upset, but it's not okay to respond by hurting him. You know, and and then once the once the energy is cooled down, and you know, reason can come through. And of course, when I say that to Steve, he's like, "You're right, Mom. I understand. I shouldn't do that." And forgiveness is always so important to let our children know, "I forgive you. It's okay. You're still figuring it out. I'm here figuring it out also." And I always, 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 always make it a point to apologize when I have done wrong, when I have made a mistake. And there's so much power in that because our our children need to see that we are human also. And 
and that we are compassionate creatures. And when I go to Steve and I take his hands and I say, and this is what I just did this morning. He's on a walk now. And I said it right before we went on a walk. I grabbed his hands and I said, I'm, I'm sorry. I reacted and that's not okay. Whatever you do, it doesn't matter. How I reacted was unacceptable. And I'm trying so hard to let go of this side of me that gets upset. So let's work together, okay? Let's help each other. And we'll find better ways to deal with the deal with our you know with what's going on in the moment and of course he's there and he's ready and willing to you know see it for what it oh it's so beautiful it's so empowering because you know to try to convince our children not to feel obviously i mean most of us know at this point you don't want to do that. You don't want to tell your kid anger is unacceptable. You don't want to tell them sadness is unacceptable. No, feel it. But also know how to ask for help. Know how to help yourself, right? And that's important. Like, see if I'm here to hold you and give you a hug and um, speak to you. But you also have to find ways to help yourself go outside on your own and say and 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 he does so so after you know years of like instilling this he knows he'll come mom i'm gonna go outside i think i really need some time with pachamama right and he'll go out there and then he'll come back and he's like i feel a lot better i released my energy so it's it's um wow it is it's powerful stuff but but it comes back to it's never too late to help an angry child because what a parent can do is is really do the work on themselves and 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 the healing is inevitable. If you I, I mean I, I I would love to guarantee this and I feel like I almost can, but if you just start with yourself, if you start with yourself. And first is like forgiveness. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself for how many times you have fucked up. Like, God, I've, I've, I have to. I have to forgive all the shitty things I've done as a parent, as a person. Like, you start by forgiving yourself. Then you really bring awareness to the moments that, it, that, that this arises. The moments you're triggered. The moments you're your um trauma is creeping back in the shadow is creeping back in that's what you bring a moment uh awareness with that awareness if you can do it curiosity huh what is this why am i so upset right now why am i like why am i giving into like chaotic energy what what's so like chaotic about what's happening is this really a chaotic thing happening no usually it's like no can i respond peacefully can I, can I honor my feelings, but still like have a peaceful energy and demeanor about this? Sure. Can I, can I bring compassion to this? Can I, what will, if I step out of my mind and into my heart, what will happen? And that's, that's magical. Cause you're stepping into your heart for you, the version of you that is sh- the hurt version of you that is showing up in the situation. And then of course, you're opening your heart to the person that you are um, interacting with. So as you do this work on yourself and you bring consistency to it, and the more consistent you are, it's like anything else, eating well, exercising, um, 
you know, taking care of yourself, all these things where it's like consistency, you bring consistency to it and it becomes you. Eventually it becomes part of how you exist. It's, it's a conscious thing. You be, wow, look at how, look at how this makes me feel and how can I do it differently? And I always, uh, it's always like so simple of how can I switch over from my mind to my heart? Who needs like, who needs to feel love right now? Probably me, probably my younger self and the person in front of me. And then once the heart space is engaged, that heart energy is engaged and everyone is feeling safe, right? Because that's what the heart energy does. It brings us the feeling of safety. And once we feel safe, then, then we can explain to our child, you know, don't get so impatient. You're capable of, 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 um, thinking this through, you know, like, so a better way to respond earlier, um, when I started getting upset is to kind of just slow it down, take it back. I see Steve's getting frustrated, but he's frustrated. Like I'm telling myself the story of you're frustrated for the wrong reasons. You're frustrated with yourself because you're getting so distracted and you're just not focusing and you know, the whole thing. So what should have happened, of course, <laughs> is I should have stopped and, and hugged him diffuse the energy i see things are getting tense here let's let's hug let's hug let's like remind ourselves that life is not so serious okay my mom taught me that bring humor to a situation so let's bring a smile to our faces and like be reminded of why everything is okay we're safe and then help steve understand hey i know it's challenging but you're so smart and you're doing this and you're just getting distracted. So why not just sit here and focus a little bit, get it done, and then we can move on and go do the fun stuff, right? And then I know if Steve is, if I bring him, if I cool it down and bring him back to the heart space, and I say that to him, he'll look at me and be like, yeah, mom, you're right. But if I don't take that time to cool it down and bring it to the heart space and I just sit there and I'm getting more angry and he's getting more angry and we're fueling the fire of anger. Oh, you know, you see it. You see it, right? Like, so we can keep giving in to the same unhealthy patterns, the same unhealthy cycles. We can, you know, most of us can predict what's about to happen. You can make a choice to continue that or you can say, no, this stops here. There's a better way. And I'm here to, to discover what works and what's better. Because if I heal this in myself and I heal this in my child, then I am living life like fully to the best. Oh, it is magical, powerful stuff. I am telling you, an angry child, forgive yourself, forgive your child and do the work on yourself and you will see, you will see these things change. They will unlearn. They will want, oh, it's, it's incredible. And you know, because of Steve's beginning, you know, where it was me alone for most of his, you know, well, at this point now he's mostly had bread around, but for a while there it was just me and him. And he was, he's so affected by me, 
you know, in my emotional state. And hands down, the number one thing that has helped him um, heal his own anger and and become the boy that he is now, this incredible, incredible boy, has been simply witnessing me better myself and um, do the work on myself. And he witnesses that and he feels the energy, right? Because children, they feel the energy. There's no deceiving them. You can sit there and tell them whatever you want, but they feel it and they know it. So be honest with yourself. Do the work on yourself and you will help your child. And it is never too late. Don't give in to that fear. That is so, man, that ate me alive for a while. I remember I would lose sleep at night, just so fearful. Like, great, I've fucked my kid up. I like, what? what's going to happen? Like, how, like, how, like, great. And that's not true. Don't give in to that fear. That's not true. And I am here, mamas, anyone listening to this that like is curious and wants to learn more and know more and connect and is struggling with this I'm here uh this is not like it's hard work but it is uh it's worth it nothing is more worth it in my opinion if because everyone wins right I heal myself I win because I'm happier with my life no matter what life presents to me I feel good about who I'm becoming and the effort I'm putting into becoming a better person is consistent. So no matter what life throws at me, I feel good in my own in my own body, in my own mind, in my own heart, right? And then that that being the energy that I'm radiating in my children witnessing that they will and me having my emotional stability will only have a positive influence. So it is never too late to do the work on yourself, to heal your own wounds, and you can just have a beautiful impact on your children for the better. Angry children don't have to be angry. There are so many ways to support them and help them out of that anger. So please reach out if you're going through this and you just want someone to talk to you. Um, You can also book a session with me and we can like really go deep into it if you'd like that kind of support. I hope this is like helpful for moms out there because I wish I had heard this years ago when I was in the thick of it. Um, But I'm just grateful, grateful that I'm here now. No regrets. It's been hard, but Steve is a a tough dude and um, has only grown to be like so strong from it he's a wow what a character what a interesting beautiful human he is becoming so um i hope yeah i hope you enjoy this i hope you got something from it i love you all mamas it's not easy it's rough it is it is it is challenging it is challenging we know as parents when we're deeply involved we we know we see we feel how challenging it is so um There is no better way to take care of your kids than taking care of yourself and investing energy into your own healing. And that is how you are really going to raise um, conscious children. So I love you all. Until next time.